Welcome, this is Mr. 300 with a special episode. I'm bringing on a special guest today, Logical Chaos 23 and here's he's here with me, and we're going to talk about some of the stories and uh, some of the lies and manipulations that we have both used, some of his, some of mine, and the conquests. As stated before, with a previous disclaimer, that all the stories you hear are true, but the names of myself and the others involved in the story have been changed. Now, logical. Let me ask you, what is the number of girls that you think you have lied to to sleep with? Lied to? I hardly ever lie. That's a difference in approach. <laughs> okay. I, I've always used the truth, but it's always been the version of the truth that they want to hear. So more of a manipulation instead of a lie. Right. Well, oh, okay. I mean, everybody does it, just I know how to use it better. Okay. So your tactic in getting girls to sleep with you is using the truth, but manipulating the truth to a degree to get what you want? Well, it's all about empathy with me. Uh, empathy and sympathy are two different things, and I don't have the sympathy. I can just understand the feelings that they have. So from those feelings, I can develop a strategy to tell them what they want. Even if it's really, really passive to where they don't think that I'm actually talking about them. It's, uh, it's kind of complicated. It's almost situation-to-situation basis. Yeah, I mean, I agree. I mean, I you know, it's kind of the same way that I use lies and manipulation to my advantage. It's a case-by-case situation. It just happens that some of the lies and manipulation I use happen to work, the same lies happen to work on multiple women. But yours is more of a different tactics per uh, girl and then long con I don't necessarily even try to con them it's just I I just want them to like me without me trying to do it so it's like always along that path it's just uh, sometimes it is just about getting laid and the problem with uh, my technique is if you want to get laid this is not the method to use because it takes way too long and it takes way too much walking away from this moment where you could try to get laid because that's one of the biggest keys is not trying in any way, shape, or form until it's the right moment. You make them know that it's an option, but then you make them doubt that they thought it was really an option. So that as soon as, you know, you feel like a guy. You make them feel like they're the guy. They're like, was that a move or not? Because they never know, you know. You just, I keep it right on the edge of both. Okay, so logical. Let me ask you a question. We, my tactics work because I'm an average guy. I have the average tactics. Would you say the average guy would be able to use these tactics that you use to their advantage? Yeah, they can. And I mean, most of it's got things that you should already, I would think, would be obvious. But like uh, one method I use on almost everybody around me is uh, I do not get mad about the little stuff okay so let's say that i'm not i know this is easier said than done but when they tell me something that may upset me i just act like it's no big deal and i keep letting it happen and i control that anger to where and i can do the same thing with women when they're telling me these things about themselves or about their boyfriend i don't i don't know get angry i don't be like oh you're stupid for being with him or you know all i say is oh yeah you know okay and i the more that comfortable they get by telling me these things the more i understand about them which gets turned around but it allows me to find out the big things that they won't tell other people. And that connection is what gets me where I want to be. So logical. Back to what I was, original question of what I was asking is how many women have you used this technique of being their friend in that position where they'll tell you anything to sleep with? Uh, I would probably say around 40 over the years. Uh, some of them were brief, you know, and some of them were longer. Uh, I've had probably four that I was really deep into it uh, before. 
what what I do is I become everybody has an idea of the perfect boyfriend or you know every everybody has the grass is greener on the other side you know whether it's your work your your job your your wife your husband your whatever they're always saying there's better there's always something better that's how we're programmed as humans that's how we think I make sure that I am their idea of the other side of the fence so whatever they think would be better about what's going on with them or their man or whatever, I, I'm i that idea of, man, I wish I could be with him, but all the good ones are taken, you know? And then I, you just kind of make sure you're a presence in their life and make sure you're not like, well, I would do that, but you can just be like, uh, you know, just shrug your shoulders, make sure they know, yeah, I wouldn't, yeah, that would not be me. <laughs> Yeah. This is what I would do, you know, but you have to be real careful about it because one wrong, one, you, you can't commit. If you commit one time to where it looks like you're actually hitting on them, it destroys their idea of you. It destroys their man and, you know, shining armor, their knight in shining armor, the chivalrous knight that comes to save them, and you can't take that away. And, you know, and uh, that's what sex is all about is that... The ideas, the attraction, the the feelings, the safety. It's not about love. And you can continue doing this and uh, they'll continue talking to you until uh, it becomes to where you have to know when to cut it off before they get in love with you too. You gotta love the idea, not the man. Once it gets to the man, you gotta run. Definitely understand. I would say, you know, through my conquest of my time, you know, I, I like to stick to the basics I've learned, you know, lying, more confidence, manipulation. Uh, it seems like more that you, you like the control aspect versus uh, the actual conquest itself. Is that correct? Oh, yeah. I mean, sex is always better in your head than it is in practice. I just like to build the anticipation for more for longer than one night. Yeah, I mean, I can see where that is beneficial. I mean, if you can if you can have chocolate cake anytime you want it, you get fucking tired of chocolate cake. Nobody wants chocolate cake when you eat it three times a day for dessert. Well, yeah, but that's why you have carrot cake with some redheads, a little blonde ice cream. you get tired of cake and you're like, <laughs> well, where can I get a donut? You know, and then it, I mean, just like I was saying about the grass is always greener, no, the more you do, the more you're going to chase the other side of it. And it's an addiction, and just like in anything. And once you cross a line, it's it's easier to keep going. That's it's a gateway, per se. You yeah. Know? And, I mean, I understand. As I said in my, you know, my very first episode, you know, I was with uh, um, Jess for so long. And the sex with her got really stale. And it made it more exciting when I brought Taylor into the, the mix. And, I mean, obviously Taylor was hotter and stuff like that. And I think it made it more exciting. But, you know, as I've noticed in other conquests as well, that if I'm with someone for a longer period of time and I'm actually dating them, per se, and I'm in a relationship with that person, eventually it gets to a point that sex does get stale. So, you know, I've gone to you for advice over the years. Um, What would you say... If you're in that mindset and you're in this relationship that sex starts to get stale and you do care about someone, what would what would you do to spice up a relationship like that or make the sex interesting again? Well, first off, I think it's important to have a balance in sex. And you gotta if you're if you or your partner don't want each other, then that's not okay. Like something is needs to change in the relationship, something needs to change in your uh, bedroom. Whatever that may be. Now, it can be something in the bedroom to spice it up, or it could be how you treat each other during the day. Uh, women, they want to be, they want to be treated a certain way, and the idea of sex is always what turns a woman on more than the actual sex. So the feeling of it, like a guy can, we can get our dick sucked by just about any chick, and it's gonna feel good. It's not the same with women. They, they want. It's more of what you are in their head to them of why you're attractive, whether it be the confident, uh, the way you do it, or the way they feel safe with me. Either way, it's always about one way or the other, the man or the friend giving them the orgasm. And it can be either one, but women, it's their brain that gives them the orgasm more than the feeling. Otherwise, all you have to do as a guy is be good at, you know, the actual physical aspect. But you just said, 
you know, the sex got stale. Well, I mean, the sex itself didn't change that much, even if she puts in a little less effort and you put in a less effort. The sex itself is still the same. I mean, it's still sex, but it's more the idea in the mind that made you lose attraction to your partner. Yeah, I mean, I would definitely say that as well. And, you know, and, you know, as I said in the previous episode, I also, I think for me, it was, I wasn't really attracted to her in the beginning. I was just a young, horny kid at the time, and I would pretty much take anything. So, well, you know, the the girl that you left, the one that you found, the new one that you found in the first story <laughs> was hot enough to make us go stupid. And we all do it as men. And... Once you find a girl that's slightly out above your league and she is hot, you start doing things and accepting things, faults in their personality, in their life, uh, anything. You start excusing those to yourself because they're hot and you want to keep them in your life no matter what you do. I mean, and uh, that you know that you know now it was a golden mistake because it made you break the wizard's first rule. You believed what you thought that she was single and that. There's no way this girl would lie to you because that's the appearance that she gave you. And it taught you all the whole foundation of what you know today. I mean, yes, it's true. And, you know, she was the key to, uh, you know, the beginning of my lying. And, uh, which, I, you know, I'm, I'm honestly glad to this day I don't regret it. You know, I learned a lot of valuable skills off of her. Um, you know, that, that very key of what I needed to learn. Um, so... Yeah, I mean, it was fun. It had its run, but let me ask you this. What do you think would be a good version of, like, you say that you like to run that long con, you know, versus, like, the short con. What would say is your best long con that you have ever done on a girl? Oh, well... That would probably be Shay. Uh, Shay was. I, I had my I had my uh, partying days, we'll say, and uh, she had the connections to get the party that I wanted. I met her boyfriend at work. Um, you know, I didn't know anything to do with this guy, but he knew where to get what I wanted, and she, I had the money. So we all ended up kind of being in the same apartment together to wait for these things to come. And, well, I never owed him anything is the way I told myself. And she was way out of my league. One of the hottest chicks I've still been with to this day. And at the time, I was freshly off of a bad breakup. I was hurting. All I wanted to do was be numb. My confidence at this point was broken. Now. Before this, I wasn't very confident myself. I was just like you. Now, I know uh, I did get laid when I was younger. Yes, yes, but you did. <laughs> it came from a fucked up situation. It wasn't normal. It wasn't a normal progression in life. I mean, I had sex before I even got to jack off. So, I didn't even know. Who, I was 12 and she was 16. I didn't know what the fuck was going on. I was fingering her in the movies one day, and she's like, I want the real thing. I'm like, what? So, <laughs> here, I, you know, I, I, sex was expected from that point in relationship. Did she have a mustache? Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, I, it's... I know that you still have a scar from uh, the rug burn she gave you. So, oh, uh, yes, you... yes. I, I still think I do, actually. You know, hey, you know, <laughs> I fucked her when she was young. You would have fucked her when she worked at 7-Eleven at 300 pounds. So. <laughs> hey, listen, a number's a number, right? Yeah. <laughs> She was one of those two that you accept when bad droughts <laughs> at that point. Yes, yes. I mean, every, uh, every once in a while, you got to lower your standards, you know. <laughs> but, you know, my long con, it was... I, honestly, I, I didn't even feel like I was trying to con her at the time. But then, as... I, I never tried to hit on her. Well, she was hot enough, and her boyfriend was pussy enough to where everybody hit on her. Like, she was the girl that everybody went and bought drinks for because you knew... She was hot, and you knew she could fuck like crazy. You could just tell by looking at her. And she was blonde, you know, fucking cheerleader type from high school, but, you know, degraded herself a little bit from the partying. So it was enough for me to where I could seize on the opportunity. Now, I never hit on her once. I never, I, you know, I made sure she knew that I was attracted to her in a way, but I never said it, and I never was disrespectful to her, or because she had a boyfriend, I respected that line. Well, 
you know, they would fight all the time. And I ended up being over there more and more. And I knew that this was a crack. Now, I tried to justify it to myself at the time. But I knew what I was doing. I knew exactly what I was doing. I became her friend and told her... I took her side on everything. Every time they get into a fight, now not in front of anybody, I would act neutral. I would even go against her when we were all talking together. But when we were alone, she, I, you know, we would just talk as friends. One day, without me ever initiating anything, she texts me that she's like, I think I got something uh, that you're gonna like, and I wanna tell you. I ended up coming over that night, and her uh, boyfriend was at work. We had dropped, We had both dropped him off. And she's like, I think I really like you. So, you know, when nothing happened, I, I was like, okay, but you have a boyfriend. I can't do anything. And, you know, which we both knew was bullshit, but she didn't know that it was bullshit. She just suspected. So I walked away that night, and I didn't try anything. I didn't be like, I didn't profess my love like some guys would have. I always a mistake. Always I, a mistake. Yeah, always a mistake. Always a mistake. And, you know, I didn't try to put my hand on her tit either, you know? I just said, I okay. And I, I would have grabbed those tits all day. Me and you. But I, you I would have already... You would have got laid that night, I and would've. I got laid for the next year. <laughs> so, you know, that, that, you know that, that's why, you know? And I'm not saying your method doesn't work. But we I'm all a, know it works. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a quality over quantity guy, and quality always takes time. And, you know, I mean, I've, a good I, steak I, is not popped in the microwave, you know? Yeah, you know, and I've had some quality over the time. Oh, I, mean, I know you have, but on those time, on that quality, because of the average guy's factor, you can't uh -huh. walk into a bar and get the higher quality like that. No. And you know that. No. You've invested time or some kind of resource yeah. into getting the quality. All right? I did it, too. Yeah. That's the way it is. <laughs> uh, you know, the next time we started, uh, we, we had a party. Uh, she looked at me. She was fucked up as hell. We had been drinking all night. And she's like, my pussy gets really wet. This is why her man's in the bathroom. And I was like, you know, I'm like, oh, shit, here we go. And, you know, I didn't say, I didn't even have time to say anything. I'm not sure what I would have said at the moment. Uh, but her boyfriend came out of the bathroom and she gave him my keys to my truck and to ask him to go to the store to get us something to drink and we ended up fucking for the next 15 minutes while he was gone. <laughs> so, and then, I mean, it just kind of continued on from there. And I knew that I would never be with this girl. Like, I never told myself, oh, she's going to leave him. You know, I just kept doing it because it made me feel better. So, you didn't set yourself up with these false expectations of, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have a relationship with this girl. It was more of have fun while you can have fun. Right. Now, I did care for her a lot, but it was always, she was, I, I was attracted to her and she was my friend, but those are the two things you would think you would need for a relationship, but I never felt like we would have ever gone anywhere, and I knew she wasn't the kind of girl that I could be with. You know, so I, uh, but at the same time, I never could walk away, even even though I knew what the expectations were. Okay. So, with that whole factor of that, did you, like, you knew she had a boyfriend, and you said you met the dude at work. Did you ever feel bad? Like, hey, like, I know this dude's, I know this, you know, I know this dude, I'm, I'm banging out his girl, like, did it ever make you, like, feel bad that, like, hey, I'm conning this dude's girlfriend, and, and I'm having sex with this girl? Uh, you know, and I know this sounds terrible, but no. I was never friends with this guy. Look, if she's going to cheat, she's going to cheat. It don't matter if it's with me or with somebody else. The fact that she's cheating, that's on that's on her. And she he can blame her. And, you know, yeah, I, maybe I had some expectation and ob obligation as his acquaintance. But we were not friends. And, you know, if he thought so, that that was on him and his mistake. Because I never made it anything to say that me and him are friends it was always clear from the beginning even if he he always thought I was the obsessed dude with his girl and there's no way she'd ever get with somebody like me and I let him keep that image and he thought I was a loser and I knew he was a dumbass and that's a lesson learned guys is like there's a level of confidence you could have in your girl and a trust you should have in your girl if you're in a real relationship but the thing is never underestimate your opponent and by opponent i mean any guy who's friends with your girl or hangs around with your girl Has feelers in their life ha, ha, it's competition now you can't make it known it's competition or you're gonna come sounding off like this crazy jealous guy 
But keep your eyes open. Don't close your eyes to the factor of, oh, my girl will never cheat. Oh, my girl loves me. Because I promise you, I have the skills. And I know Logical over here has the skills. We'll warn, if we want something, we will worm ourselves into their lives and my, using my tactics or his and get what we want. Or a mix of both. Or a mix of both. <laughs> so it's a lesson learned for guys out there is you have to have trust for your woman. I'm not saying not to, but don't be stupid. Don't keep your eyes closed. You know, and and I have a problem with that. You know, I, and I, it sounds hypocritical of me saying because, you know, I, I cheat, you know, or I have cheated, um, on girls. You've slept around more than a bum in a sand and go sidewalk. <laughs> and I've slept with plenty of married women and, you know, and I've slept with a lot of dudes' girlfriends. Honestly, it's easier. And people, women with boyfriends and husbands are easier. They're easier. And I mean... I agree. I I think that girlfriends... Uh, girls that have a boyfriend are usually easier to sleep with. At least for a one-night stand. It's because... They're looking for excitement back in their life. And when something new comes along, it's new and exciting. It's like a shiny toy. Well, that's what you are, is the toy. I'm the idea of what they want their husband to be. Even if I'm really not. (laughs) You're like, I'm the new guy. I'm like, I'm the guy you should have (laughs) married. So, okay. So, we went over the longest con. um, And the number. Let's see. You know, honest, I don't even know what my number is. You kept track, and I, yeah. I, I never did. And now, I honestly, I don't have any idea. Like, I don't. It could be, it could be sixty, seventy, and it could be, you know, one hundred. I have, I have no idea. I mean, I would say low in sixty, low, but I'm not <laughs> confident in that. I'm number. not even confident in that. Like, I, I. The girls that I had, you know, were short relationships. I never promised them anything. I've always been up front. Hey, I'm not going to be with you. Except, okay, he says he never promised. But one time, uh, Logical over here was at a strip club. And to sleep with this stripper, he promised that he would buy her kid a GameCube. And that it was in the car. And so she sucked his dick in the strip club. And he was like, I'm going to go get the GameCube. And (laughs) calls me... He calls me from outside. He's like, hey, we got to go. <laughs> so I leave the strip club, go out and meet him. I'm like, what's up? He's like, we got to bounce. Now, I don't remember this particular story. So this I was... remember something about a blowjob in a GameCube. <laughs> like, was... But my point is, is I must have been wasted drunk and I was just becoming you for that night. Yeah, this was a, this, was this like, was a long gonna, time I'm ago. Gonna, I'm going to Mr. 300 this night. Maybe, I was, maybe that's what I did. Yeah, this was a long time ago. It takes but... a lot of alcohol for me to, you know lose all my soul (laughs) but I probably did so okay so I don't I know a lot of my stories haven't made it on my channel yet and uh I know that you heard the first episode I've gone over um out of the 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 first girls that I've talked about so far you know question mark girl from the very first night can't remember her name um, you know, and I remember that whole night too. I remember the camera interview. I remember standing; she was standing in front of you, and you had your arms wrapped around her when we were asking. Like it's like all in my mind, even her house set up. Yes, but her name, her name—it's irrelevant. I can't. You said you're gonna find out I, one day. I'm and gonna I'm find like, out one day. I'm not gonna find out anything. I have. Like, I one. have to know. Like well, it bothers me. I don't know. I'm sure it does I'm because, sure it does. like, you should. Your first time should be memorable, well, and it was. Mind, I was fucking pedophile about a sixteen-year-old. <laughs> I remember. I mean, I didn't complain. Don't get me wrong, but, uh, you know, her dad came home, like, and after we had sex in her bedroom, and we had lost the condom, and. I thought I lost it in her vagina, <laughs> so it was <laughs> very awkward, uh, awkward encounters of the brown kind. <laughs> so, uh, with between uh, the first girl and then um, Jess and Taylor, out of those three, which one do you think is the most fun? You know, I will have to say Taylor. I mean, Taylor was the reason we think like we do. No, I, I'll take that back because I think our foundation of thinking 
started when we were teenagers with the books. Uh, That's true. Wizard's first rule, you know, people believe what they want to believe. Whether they fear it to be true or they want it to be true. People are stupid. Yeah, you know, and I I remember the books when I was a teenager. I just don't think I learned that lesson until I learned it in person. But because those ideas were planted in your head, and, you know, we didn't understand the importance of them at the time... But as we matured, and especially as we started getting to where we could actually experience adulthood, I think we learned those lessons pretty hard. Uh, yeah, you know, that's true. We're, we both have had a wife. We both threw everything into it. And we, and in both cases, we were both the ones that didn't have the power in the relationship. And that's one of the big lessons that we've learned. As soon as you give up that power... And it's a one-way street. You're fucked. You're fucked because you'll do anything for them, and they won't do the same for you. And that's not. It will. It will never work. Most of it, though, is because of our vanity trying to get hotter chicks. So, so. That's <laughs> <laughs> true with vanity. So, go back to talk about Taylor for a moment. And I'm trying to remember if this is correct. I mean, there's been many girls. Was Taylor the one that I had sex with? On the floor in front of you while you were on the couch, and then she was like moaning extra loud yes. to try to impress you. Yes, that yeah. was. We were. I don't remember if that was Taylor or another when, girl. Uh, family member was out of town. We were at the house and we were drinking that night. I don't remember all the details of it, but I do remember that moment. <laughs> I just didn't remember if that was Taylor or just one, another random girl. You know, or not. and if we would have been smart enough, if we knew what we knew now, as we'd been back then. We totally could have had a lot of fun with Taylor. Yeah, we would have tag-teamed her. I mean, it's 100% honest. Is What you're saying by more fun is hey, we would have tag-teamed her. I've always... You know, you know I'm not a comedy guy. I've never been a comedy guy. <laughs> He's always a comedy guy. I'm not. I now, love comedy. Now, it can be pretty dark, you know. You have to have a dark sense of humor to make me laugh. Uh, movies like God Bless America cracked me up. That movie was great. That I mean, anyway. Um, you know... I, I don't know. It's a, it's a Taylor. She is a person that she's like us, and she acts like an airhead. And I, I still, I still, you know, see her occasionally to this day. And I, have, I haven't seen her in years. Well, we both know whose fault that is. I mean, <laughs> you didn't tell the end of that line. I, 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 we haven't got to... I, there's Okay, so in the first episode, which, you know, I've kept my truth as I've never lied to you guys. I, I did have to cut out a lot of details to keep the video or the podcast under 30 minutes. Um, I never finished the end of Taylor's story of, you know, breaking up. And even with Jess, you know, I, I cut out a few details, which I think is, this is a perfect time to talk about a detail that got cut in editing of the Jess story. So pizza, pizza. So pizza. one time, <laughs> one time, Jess, who AKA vacuum cleaner, which I'll tell that part too. Man, if she, uh, she could have sucked a better dick, we dude, probably would have her around today. Right, dude. <laughs> so one time, me and Logical over here are playing video games, Xbox Original, playing some Madden. And I'm not even to this day. I'm not a big person who likes to cook for people. It's not who I am. I don't even cook for myself. Yeah, you can barely cook. It's in the microwave. Yeah. So, if I, you know, if I tried to do something special like cooking or something, you know, be appreciative. That's all I ask. Be grateful for the little minimal effort. It's like Yeah, be grateful for some minimal effort from someone like me. That's that's a lot. So, we're playing games and I decided to make some frozen pizza. So, I go heat up one for me and Logical and I hear my girl go, oh, that smells good. I'm hungry. Will you make me one? Cool. Not a problem. So I throw it in the oven. We go back to playing games. It comes out. It's made. I even cut it up for her at this point. Wow. Right? Super romantic guy. Here I am. What's yeah, up? Cutting up a frozen Cut, pizza. Cutting up a frozen pizza. Guys, this is a lesson and effort you have to do if you want to be married, okay? <laughs> Cut the frozen pizza. Cut you the frozen pizza. Sacrifice. You have to make that sacrifice. You have to take that extra step and cut the frozen pizza. So here I am. I cut this frozen pizza for her. I put it on the plate. I walk in the room, hand it to her. As I'm about to step back... She picks it up, takes a bite, and she goes, it's cold. We, were, we went to the bedroom. Somehow we ended up, we were sitting in the bedroom floor eating. No, no, you were still in the living room at this point. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I hand it to her, and she says, it's cold. 
and hands the plate back to me, guys. Hands the plate back to me. Oh, the look on his face was murderous rage. So I already (laughs) angry. This is just something to set him off. So I take this pizza and I toss it straight on her. Splat. And there is pepperoni and cheese falling off of her face. And you hear, oh my god! And my boy runs back there over here, and runs back to the the uh, bedroom. Walks in the bedroom, looks at her. She has cheese and pepperoni all over her face and her hair and falls on the floor laughing. You know. Laughing. I, you know, it almost sounds something to that. Oh, man. But it, it was fucking hilarious. I mean. It was, it was one of those things where it was, it was cold. It, she, she didn't get seriously hurt. It was just her being overdramatic. What? <laughs> so she was a bitch. She she was, and you know she, she tried to. She she was older than you, and she tried to manipulate you, and thought that she could just do make you do whatever she wanted because men her age realized that she was useless. Yeah. So I mean, and we, we used to call her vacuum cleaner, and there's a little story to that. Um, after the whole breakup thing and the the whole Taylor thing, after I found out, you know. Taylor had this boyfriend named CJ and stuff. We kind of broke up for a little bit. We ended up getting back together, but we broke up for a little bit. And I ended up going and talking to Jess. And um, Jess, whenever she moved out while I was away, there was a bunch of drama that happened. I ended up getting arrested for like two days from false charges that she tried to say, which 100% false, correct? Always have a witness and walk away from a woman that's alone. Exactly. And if I would not have had this witness, there would have been some charges on me that would have been bullshit. That could have affected your whole life, boys. Whole life. Always have a witness. Do not argue with your girl by yourself. Pick up your phone, record that shit. But back then we couldn't. Luckily I had a witness. So... After the whole exchange, whatever, she took a bunch of my stuff. And one of them happens to be an Xbox. So I'm like, man, I really want my Xbox back. And I was like, how do I get my, you know, my Xbox back? So I start talking to her and I'm lying to her because I already, you know, had my time with um, Taylor. Taylor. And Taylor, you know, so now I kind of had this confidence of like lying. So, you know, I call her up a liar. I'm like... Oh, oh man, I miss you so much, Jess. And, you know, I should have never cheated on you with that girl. She was so much uglier than you. And, God, you're the best thing that's ever happened to me. And It's hard to go from that great a pussy, though, to back to... Oh, God. I mean, because Taylor was some badass pussy. Yeah. So, wait, the (laughs) fuck you mean? (laughs) I'm about... I'm just going to... We're going to pause because I'm going to beat his ass. Uh, uh, Hearsay from you. I'm just saying... Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, when a girl's hot enough, you know, they can lay there like a fish. It's still good pussy. I mean, you know. Yeah. We both know that's true. That's true. So, so I get her to let me come over. So, I say, okay, I'm going to come over, but I'm going to bring my friend. So, I go over there with Logical, and I was like... She was like, do you really love me? And I was like, yeah, but do you really love me? That's that's the key. Do you really love me? And so she's like, of course I do. I was like, well, you know, I'm going to need you, you to... I, if you did, I'm going to need you to prove it. And she's like, what do you mean? And I was like, well, I need you to sleep with my, my homeboy over here. At least give him head. Prove that you actually care about me. Now, the reason I did this is because I needed her distracted while I grabbed my stuff. So... She's like, okay. So she, I already knew she gave bad head. So yeah, thanks for the heads up. <laughs> so Literally. she goes back there. My homeboy's back there getting head, or I, we shouldn't even call it head. It yeah, was just we call it like death grip. Death grip. Put it in your mouth, just suck it on like, it. it you was, remember the gripper from the stories, a little a little monster that was like nothing but teeth and gripped onto you. Yeah. You know? So he's back there getting his dick sucked while I grab my Xbox and I fucking go down to the car. He had the easy job. It sounds like <laughs> I had the good one. No, I had the hard part. I was the one sacrificing. Okay. So we go back up there and after she's done, and I look, I straight, you know, I t- I kind of give him that look like, hey, I'm done. And she like looks at me and I was like, 
I thought you cared about me. She's like, what do you mean? I was like, if you really cared about me, you wouldn't have slept with my friend. That was a test. This was a test, and you failed. Obviously, you're so much of a whore that you would fuck my friend. I actually had cover on her face. (laughs) So I made her... And Gentlemen, this is all a manipulation. I basically made myself the victim in this situation because at any time I wanted to go back to her, I had something on her. And that means pretty much it gave me access to her pussy anytime I wanted it. Because now I'm the victim. And if gentlemen, if you ever have a chance to be the victim in a breakup, take the victim card. Because even if you don't get pussy from her, you will get pussy from her friends. You'd be like, oh my god, I really cared about her and I treated her so well and she yeah, cheated you on me. Too, you can't be, yeah, but you have to also be kind of passive about it. Because yes. otherwise they're going to be like, oh, this, this dude's hung up on her. So, I mean, you did it. You played the card perfectly. You just got to make sure you talk about the balance that you did with it. Yes, yes. There's always a balance to it. So, yeah. So, and afterwards, you know, he was telling me it was, like, the worst. And I was like, man, vacuum. So, ever since then, you know, Jess has always been vacuum. She just gave, like, literally the worst head. Like, ever. And then, uh, of course, you know, there was Taylor, who was amazing. And, uh, totally. T- Taylor knew what to tell a guy to make, I mean, she knew she was hot enough to, uh, you know, be there, but she also was hot enough, or she knew how to manipulate guys and play the dumb bimbo, and she wasn't anything but. I think even to this day, she probably has skills to get whatever she wanted, if she wanted to do that. Uh, she still does. Now, she's got the family and plays the family life, but she's still a player in the game, just like all married people are that are that smart like her. She's the role for what it is, and she took what she wanted, just like you have, just like I have. Yeah, I mean... I mean, that's why she's still on our mind fucking 12 years later. I mean, 12? Shit, it's... Taylor, for me, has been... Oh, my God. I'm gonna go with 12. 14, 15 years? Yeah, Ugh. whatever you say. I, I... Shit. Hearsay, been... hearsay. <laughs> It's it's been a long time, okay. It's been a long time, and like I think I think one day, because I'm sure she'll never hear this. One day, gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna get that again, j- just for old times' sake. Maybe I'll make her like number three hundred one. Uh, I'm just waiting on the. Well, she can't this, be a new number because she's already been a previous I'm, number. Look, so I'm just, I'm just waiting on the pictures to stop showing up. It'll be more selfie. Like that's what you're looking for on social media from a married woman. Is some more selfies to pop up than any family. They stop saying, like, when they say, they start talking about their stories, they don't say my husband anymore. Like, there's a lot of ways to know what's going down with uh, with women in their life. Yeah, I would say, like, uh, how many relation- girls in relationships have do you think that you have manipulated? Like, uh, just round number. Well, most of those have been the long con. Uh... I'd probably say 10 that I really tried. Like, I really... That were with somebody. I have never any... Okay, I'll put it this way. I have never been told no by a girl to sleep with them. Not ever okay. once in my life. I, I mean, I, I have. I, 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 I can't I know, say but, that mine's worked on every girl. But I would say the majority... I would... I have about a 98% accuracy rate with my lies. Now, being honest with the girl... Ah, oh, shit. Have I ever been honest with a girl? I mean, I've seen you use honesty as I've a technique. Because I've, like, I've never told any of the girls the truth. When they already know that you're a liar, you admit that you're a liar. But it's like kind of like the guy who has coke in the glove box and admits he's got pot in the console. Like, okay, I mean, okay. that, that's what you do to girls. You're like, well, I've done this. And then, like, you oh. act like you're the first one that... Is you're you're the first girl who's bringing the real me who wants to be the real me out. <laughs> like I've seen you use that. So if you could say that's the truth, I mean that's closer but, to but what I do. It's more of you admit to a little lie to hide the bigger lies. Well, exactly. You know, you admit to a misdemeanor to commit a felony. Yeah, exactly. To I get mean, away I've, with I've used that. I just don't know if I've ever honestly have completely told right, the only, girls a hundred percent true. Well, no, you haven't. I mean, you wouldn't I mean mean, nobody tells the whole truth about themselves though so I mean are you holding yourself to a higher standard there I mean like when you admit just the small things even if it's towards an end game we all have an end game we all have a 
uh, the, you know, when we're talking to somebody else, we're saying something for a reason. And anytime you're friends with somebody, there's, there's no such thing as uh, altruism in a way. Everything is for yourself as well. Everything we do is something for yourself. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Whether I mean... it's to punish yourself, make yourself happy, whatever it may be, you're always doing it for yourself. And they are too, so you have to recognize that. Yeah, I would I would definitely have to say that I think the uh, of the girls that have been married or relationship that I have slept with is only a small portion of the total number of women I have slept with. I would say maybe only 5%, you know, which it, if you're looking at a number that's mine, I mean, that's still about 20 girls, I mean, maybe 30. But, I mean, that's still a small number if you look at the overmount of number of women I've slept with. And I think it's not because I'm not attracted to married women. It's just most of them do take a longer con. And I'm more about the short gratification of using a lot. you're all about being on your beck and call if it's not going to be somebody you're going to be with. Yeah. Like, they have to be... You need the power in that. And if you don't have that domination over them, because you can't with most married women, you have to take the back seat and let it, you know... You have to be the one who's like, oh, I'm not... It's okay, you know, you do your thing. So that way they don't ever feel that pressure from you. And you, you're like, if I'm not going to be with... If there's no wait for me to be with you, then the married shit doesn't work for you because it's too much bullshit and you don't want to deal with it. You want to be able to text them anytime you want. You want to be able to fucking say whatever you want. Yeah, I just want to be able to fuck whenever I want and then if I'm done, I'm done. And So, I mean, of course, you know, there have been, but... I mean, yeah, but that's because most of them have been hot and... Oh, that's true. That's I mean, true. it's been worth the trouble for you. Me, I don't mind the trouble, but I have. To, they have to be hot. They have to be super attractive for me. I mean, one, you know, the. I don't care if they have a boyfriend or not. It's just usually I can. I just like them better with a boyfriend, a bad boyfriend, or at least decently bad. Because then I don't have to commit, and I can be honest, and I like being able to be honest. I can be like, look, I'm, we're never going to be together. Well, that's great, because they don't want to be with me, because they want to stick with their boyfriend for now. <laughs> now, later on, they change their mind, and when they do, I'm like, oh, well, I'm sorry that you don't remember the original agreement. But yeah. I don't bullshit them about it. I don't promise. I mean, no promises. Which, I I, I tend to yeah, make, a make, make a lot of promises. I make a lot of promises. I'll promise a girl the world... To get into her pants. But the moment that my load is blown, I'm like, what promises? And I'm gone. <laughs> I, I make them think that they convince, they can convince me that... I let them know that I could give them the world, but I don't want to give it to them. And then they have to try to change my mind and give it to them. Yeah. Like, that's what they think. They tell themselves, well, if I can just make him love me, he'll use all that awesome great man stuff on me oh no then you'll be sitting at home while i'm fucking somebody else like that that's what would happen yeah that that definitely sounds like a plan i would say if you think about yeah if you think about the long run of how many women out there that you've been with like that would just make you lose your mind like that yeah. you had no sense three 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 i w- i would have to say well i mean i guess you could also admit my ex-wife so four total but you know there's three that t- there's only one two t- currently that could call me and it would both be very 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 difficult one of them which i'm with so <laughs> uh, i mean no problem there the other one is uh a little more complicated, but... It, Def- definitely complicated. Well, Roxy, I, I can't call her. I can't. No. Uh, uh, it, I mean, I'm glad she doesn't call me. I would say out of, like, all the women I slept with, I think there's maybe five that, like, if they called me up, I would be like, all right, what do you want? I'll have sex with you. Rox- like, right Ro- now. Roxy... She still does want me, so the fact that she does, that's another reason why we can't talk, because, you know, uh, I don't have the power in that. I don't have, I'm, I'm told, I, I know it, I recognize it, 
and I don't let my pride and ego get in the way, and I know you do, but, you know, <laughs> I don't let my pride and ego get in the way. I recognize what it is, and, you know, I just don't put myself in that situation. And, I and don't that's put a good... My, you know, we made a different uh, a simile or metaphor about, uh, I don't put my dick at the pussy and try not to put it in. You yes, do. yes. You know, and, uh, you know, that's the thing is, like, guys, if you can't control yourself... Like, if you know you're around a girl and you can't control yourself and she has the power, you're in a fucked situation. You you're, have to have the power. You're fucked. Yeah, you're fucked. Because. Yeah. Oh, you don't have to have the power. You got to have the balance for a real relationship, power for sex, and balance well, and, for Well, a real and that's what I'm talking about. For sex. If it's a sexual thing and you just want to have sex, if she has the power, you're already in a lost position. Yeah, you're fucked. Because if a girl knows they have the power and you know they have the power... Once you recognize that they already have the power, you're in a losing game. Like, you only, your only option from that point is somehow convince her to be in a relationship. But if she has the power, you're, you're fucked. Well, like, that's how I got with Shay because she had the power over every man in her life. And I just wouldn't let her have it over me because of my breakup. And I would have prior, uh, pre-breakup. Pre the major breakup, I would have had a girl like Shay. I would have never been able to get. I didn't have the confidence, and I didn't have the understanding. Kind of like my Taylor at the time, right. where I didn't she, have the confidence, she and my, she, she had was, the power. She was my Taylor. Right? Yeah. You know, my ex. You know, three different women changed my life. Four, if you include the one after. You know, uh, post non-single life. Yeah, I, I, I definitely, I think, you know. Uh, of game changers in my life, you know, obviously, t- uh, Taylor was the key to the beginning, and then, um, you know, my episode that's coming out in a couple days, I'm going to talk about my wife, my ex-wife, um, who I ended up marrying. I would say that she changed me, but only factor the reason that she, you know, progressed me forward was because. I realized that I couldn't be far away from someone and have a a healthy relationship and that I was dumb for marrying someone that everyone told me not to. But, I mean, she did have a a big factor because after I realized, like, hey, you know, I got married and I'm no longer married, fuck, I could have fun. Like, it's time to have fun. And I definitely upped the amount of people that I slept with after that point. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, and you said something interesting there. You said that everybody told you not to get with them. Uh, this is, you cannot be that friend that tells people not to get with people. That's exactly what I'm talking about when I say I don't judge my friends for this kind of stuff. I let that stuff go with friends, with people. I'm like, oh, it's okay. We're all, we're all fallible. We're all, we can all make these mistakes. So go ahead and get with them. But then I also say, but it's not going to work. So, good luck. I mean... You give yourself an out in now, case it fails. Now, you want to come to me bitching about him? I'll never bitch about your 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 significant other. I'll just be like... Oh, yeah. he says that, but one of my my friends with benefits that I have constantly... I don't be, judge you for she, it. I didn't he, tell you... you I he tell literally you. gives me so much shit about okay, her. And why do I? What, what did you just say as a rule? What did you just say? Don't let the girl have the power. And she has the fucking power over you. And that's what I said. You know. He thinks that she has the power she over me. She fooled you for a year. There's only okay. one other girl in our entire life that has fooled you. And okay. then that's the second one. And she's still doing it. Like <laughs> She's got a fucking carrot and she's leading you on. And It's you, some good pussy. Okay. Uh, First I, of all, it's some good pussy. It's good pussy because sex is more about the idea than the physical. It's some good pussy. It's yeah. all about the mental. Uh, actually, in about... Nine hours from now, I'm fucking her again. <laughs> and you know, the only reason that you are super attracted to her is because you don't have the power. And it's good pussy. Uh, you, well, because you like we've the power. had this argument a hundred times, and but he, I don't judge you for it. I understand it. How can I judge you when I have fucking? But rocks how many times have you told me like, oh, you just need to cut her out of your life? Well, blah, I said blah. for the positive, not because I judge you. I'm like, I like I said, I still tell you the truth. Look, she puts a negative aspect on your life because she is a girl that you cannot have she's a girl that you know that you can't have even if you were together you wouldn't trust her 
Rightfully so. So you can't have this girl, and you know that. That's true. But yet you're still chasing her in a way. Not really. Not. I mean, you're you're not chasing her. No, you know, not no. like what most men would consider chasing. But for you, it's chasing, and it's just like <laughs> it's the same thing. You're breaking our own rules. You know, wizard's second rule: passion rules reason, and that's the it way does. it is. It does. You know, I, I can't help with the second rule. Passion definitely rules reason, and uh, you know. I'm, I'm going to stick with my factor of it's good pussy. Now, he's right. I would never be happy in a relationship with her. I would never trust her. But you want one with her because you love her in a way. I, I do like, love her in a way, but it's more of... And the idea. just The idea. Is, I, would, what, I would admit that. It's the, the idea of her. But see, here he is admitting a misdemeanor and committing a <laughs> felony again. See, I, I'm leading him into admitting just a little bit of it, but the truth is, is yes, it, it's more, he loves her as a woman. And, you know, but the reason he does is because she is his Emily. My Emily is the girl I'm with now, and, you know, I, she's my ride or die, and he, ever since I got with her, he's been looking for one, too. Yeah, uh, and she's the most similar to it, and it's not about copying me. He just realized we just realized that we were missing something once Emily came into my life, and made us both realize, okay, maybe we should uh, getting over the hill to the point where maybe we should start finding an Emily. Yeah, because I mean, there's a point in time where, you know, it's the chase is great. The chase is fun. It's always been fun. It's always about the chase. And you know, and I've chased my way through you know, these women over the years and I've chased after what I wanted, but you know, it's gotten boring. I mean, and that's what I've told people in my first episode. And you know, I don't remember if it got cut out in the editing is for me, I set up new challenges for myself to get laid. Like, you know, I make it harder and harder for myself to go into a situation and say like example, and this will come in my later stories Example, like I will say, oh, hey, I'm a virgin or hey, this and that and see if I can still get laid or make somebody hate me first and then see if I can still sleep with them. Now, Father, because it's about the challenge. Disclaimer here. okay? if uh, you're using any of this advice to get laid, you have to understand that if you get to the point where you've laid so many women, you're as bored as me and him have been, then in your eyes, you're succeeding. Okay, because that's what you want out of this. You want to get laid so much you're fucking bored. That's, I mean, that's what we want is well. Yep. But you get to a point eventually where you just want to be with one person, but you've already fucked so many. <laughs> it's so hard to find one that will pique your interest and attention. I mean, we've had every fucking cake there is in the world. I'll say that. Yeah. I mean, if if it's a flavor of cake, I've had it. I mean, it. it I've had girls who... Man, I have slept with girls who have never even slept with a guy before. I was their first guy. I've slept with I lesbians. Admit, I admit I've never slept with... I have never slept with a virgin. And I've never slept with a No, lesbian. no, not... Yeah, I mean, I've slept you, with lesbians. You, you slept with a virgin. Yeah, that's true. I don't but remember who, but you've slept the with... The lesbian. One of the chicks. Lesbians was I a mean, virgin. I mean, but they're not a virgin in their eyes. In their they, eyes, I mean, yeah. their physical cherry's not popped, but, you know. Yeah, so that's a whole other subject. Yeah, that's a whole. Yeah, that, that, that's I a whole other. Like you know, girls liking girls who like to be like men, but they're going a penis and I. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't judge it. I just don't get it. I but. definitely don't judge it. Uh, that's not really. Don't really care. Yeah, I mean, I hey, look, here's the thing. like is your life is yours us? alone. Do what you got to do. Like yeah, if it you doesn't know. affect me and mine, do what the hell you want. If you want to have a donkey as a third partner in you guys a bedroom or you want to marry three men and you're a transvestite that's fine do what you do i mean it doesn't affect me i don't care and i will never uh i'll never judge you or change you for it yeah well, well we're gonna take a small break uh we'll be back here shortly we just gotta get some drinks and we're about to try to meet up with this bitch to fuck her. So, talk to you later. All right. This is Mr. 300 and Logical Chaos 23. We'll talk to you guys a little bit.